Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Crystal Johnson, and she created a million dollar net worth by 30 years old. For all you millennials out there, she's going to talk about how she did it. And she founded the millionairelaunchpad.com where she works with clients to turn profit into wealth. She's the author of the book, Millionaires Don't Drive Ferraris. I love that title. Where she teaches what it takes to become a millionaire, even if you haven't reached six figures yet or your first 100K. Today, Crystal is a speaker who inspires entrepreneurs to leverage income so they can create financial freedom in their personal lives. And I really wanted to get, get a little bit into that conversation because I know at times I wasn't going for the millions, I was going for time freedom and that was worth a whole lot more to me. So with her husband, she's preparing to RV full time where she'll speak with future millionaires throughout America. So if you're a, you're a listener in another country, RV is like a camper, right? And she, they're gonna live in it and drive across America giving talks, how fun is that? Talk about time freedom. Crystal lives in unconventional, simplified, but abundant life and looks forward to sharing her story of how she made her first million and more importantly, how she gained financial peace of mind because that's what you're chasing, Startup Nation. I know it. Yes, you're looking for the dollars, but when you ask why seven times, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Oh, it's always the same answer. Oh, I just want to be happy. I just want to have peace of mind, right? That's what we're all chasing. So let's get into it. Crystal, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? 
Sure. Well, you did a great job. I am so happy to be on this podcast because I love what you're all about. I love about the authenticity, being real, because I don't feel like we get the realness enough in the entrepreneurial world. So I'm just really excited to be here. I think you did a great job. Thanks for introducing me. Startup Nation, look at that. I got an affirmation right out the gate. My love language, number one, words of affirmation. Crystal, how did you know? All right, let's get into it. Uh, Take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Yeah, so business life, I love what you're about because it's all about we feel like frauds and we don't want to be real and tell people what's really going on. And it's kind of ironic because I run a business called the Millionaire Launchpad. However, I haven't reached my first hundred figures yet in my business. And so that's really embarrassing and hard for me to share because there's like this shame. (laughs) There's this shame and I've been doing it for three years. So at this point, it's like, I'm smart. I created a million dollar net worth and I can't figure out how to get to a hundred K. So I don't think a lot of people know that. My clients don't know that. A lot of my clients make a hundred thousand plus. So they make way more than me. And so that's something that's very, real. And I don't think people talk about that. All right. So let's talk about the shame girl. Cause that's so real. My listener right now, they're feeling exactly what you're feeling. Right. So I don't want to skate over that. Like that's the most important thing we could talk about on this show. <laughs> like let's, let's get into that. So what, what's, tell me more about that shame feeling. Yeah. So the shame is here's something backing up. I realized early on that I tied my worthiness to how much money I make. So I went from corporate America, making pretty good money, my last year, six figures, and then I quit and then I went to zero. And then I I think I made negative my first year in business. So just, just think about that. If I'm tying my worthiness to how much money I make and I made negative money, (laughs) negative income, that hit me hard. And I always thought I was a confident person, but it was because I had that wall propping me up. I had the paycheck, I had the income. So what I had to realize is that I'm worthy and okay without the money. And that's taken a lot of time to disconnect the two. So I believe the shame still is there. It's not like it ever goes away. It's still there because it's, I know I'm a smart person. I know I'm doing the right things. Why am I not where I want to be? And that's the shame because you feel like you are not good enough or smart enough or fill in the blank enough. Got it. So brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Startup Nation, don't you love that Crystal's getting right into it, right? She's, you're literally putting your hand up right now and saying, that's me. She's speaking to me. That's the whole point of your first 100K. Get into the mental game of entrepreneurship. This is what you're wrestling with. This is why you're stuck. This is why you're not getting through. You're, you're attaching, like Crystal said, your identity to your occupation or your income bracket. And you're collapsing two things that don't go together, which is how much you make and how much you're worth. Not net worth, personal worth. Mm soul worth, like who you are in your essence as a person, human dignity and all, right? So I know I crossed those lines of of business and faith, business and spirituality. Why? Because we're humans. We're not machines. Hmm. That's what, right? Machines don't feel shame. Machines don't have issues with identity, (laughs) do they? 
No, of course not. But humans do. We're fragile. We're body, mind, and spirit. So those things all come together. I think that's so awesome you're speaking to this, Crystal. So let's talk about that for a second. And, and first off, let me put this out there. I have so many guests that come on this show, whether they're making their first 100K, they just crossed that line, or they did over 100 million a year last year, right? I had one guest, you could go back, she made 250, 250 million last year. They all wrestle with the same thing. There's one pattern that shows up in all my guests, which is imposter syndrome. Mm. They all feel like someone's going to find out I'm not the real deal. What shows up for you in that crystal? Yeah, completely. I, I battle with doubt, uh, fraud syndrome all the time. And what I've really, it was interesting because I heard uh, I'll tell a story and then I'll tie it into me. M Melinda Gates, that's Bill Gates' wife. So one of the most powerful women, richest women in the world. I just saw her on the news the other day and she said it took her 52 years to be able to speak her truth and to show up. Now she has all the money, she has all the resources. And she said the reason she did it was she was afraid that she did not know enough to speak her truth. She was afraid that she did not know enough to speak her truth. The most wealthy woman in the world. And so I started crying and I was like, what is wrong with me? My husband looked at me. What is wrong with you? Why are you crying? And I said, that is me. That is my imposter syndrome. I don't feel like specifically I know enough. And so it's so funny to me because typically the most intellectual smart people are the ones that struggle with the not knowing enough syndrome. So how that shows up is if I do an interview and somebody asks me a question and I don't know how to answer it, I'm going to look dumb. They are going to find out that I'm not really smart. They're going to find out that I am a stupid person and I'm getting raw here. That's, that's the truth. But when I saw Melinda Gates admit that there's no more excuses. There's no more. I don't have enough money. She had all the money in the world. It was an internal decision for her to say, dang it, I'm going to own this. And no amount of money in the world can make you transition to that. That's powerful, right? So I'm going to fill in that blank because Startup Nation, I believe you can fill in this blank. I don't know enough to speak my truth. I don't make enough to speak my truth, right? I, I don't love enough to speak my truth, right? It, like you literally fill in the blank with that. So is it a money issue you have? Is it a knowledge issue you have? Those are all symptoms. The truth is you don't know who the F you are. It's an identity problem. That's the core. That's why I do uh, my other business is spiritual coaching. And I help people get real about their faith, their beliefs, you know, God. And how does that all come together? Because if you don't know your identity outside of how much you make or what's parked in your garage or what's in your closet, when all that changes and shifts, which it will, mm -hmm. you lose you. And most people don't know how to recover. All right, what's showing up in that, Crystal? I'm loving this conversation, girl. This is the real deal with Joseph Warren. Go. Real deal. I think that is so true. And it's about our identity and shifting from I am not a person who can make six figures or your first 100K to I am the person that makes 100K. As that person who makes 100K, 
What do I have to do? How do I show up? How does that person speak? How do they respond? What are their behaviors? What are their habits? And so I've been, I feel like getting to our identity and personally, this has been a struggle for me. I was in the corporate world and I struggled in business. I'm still not where I want to be. And what I've learned is it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. I'm like still getting clear on who is Crystal Johnson and what is your message and what is the impact you want to make? Because once you get clear on that, and you can only get clear when you take action. You can only get clear when you take action. And the more action you take, the faster you take, the faster you get clarity. And once you have that, you are magnetic. And so that has been my path. That has been my journey. I like that. So I'm just throwing out a quote here. I'm not where I want to be, but I am who I want to be. Mm. And I think that changes everything. What do you think? When you said that, like I just felt it inside. That's, that's so true. It's about identify with who you are, not your circumstances. Identify with who you are, not your circumstances. And if who you are is not who you want to be, then decide. <laughs> Choose a different identity. And take and, an action. And then take an action that reflects that identity. Mm, so and, true. Yeah. And this is a daily practice for me. I am by no means perfect. I catch myself. And honestly, for the longest time, and this is why I believe I'm not at hundred K yet is because I've stayed in my comfort zone. So when I know that I am pushing the envelope, I get afraid. And when I'm not pushing the envelope, everything's fine and dandy. So what that means is if I'm not pushing the envelope, I'm not living up to the identity of who I believe I should be or who I am. If I'm in right. comfort zone, that's not, that's not me. All right. So I want you to do a little exercise here. Let's play a game. I want you to paint us a picture of the identity that you're currently living in. Hmm. Like describe that girl. Yeah. So my current identity is someone who, well, this is my current identity. I'm a speaker and I impact millions. I'm a speaker and I impact millions. Now here's the, here's the hard part. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet physically speaking on the stage impacting millions. So that's, that's the gap, right? And so in that, I have to say, okay, who is the type of person that gets on the stage to impact millions? And so what am I doing? I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm not speaking at local events. Maybe someone shows up, maybe someone doesn't show up. I joined Toastmasters. So basically it's the identity. And even though I don't have the evidence that it's happening, I'm taking small actions. And here's the thing. I think a lot of us achievers, we see like, I have to take this huge, massive action to get to where I want to be. And honestly, y'all, and what I'm teaching myself over and over again is the small, tiny, little steps that really suck, to be honest. But those daily, consistently just taking those small actions is where you need to be. So that's my identity that I'm working on identifying with now. Now, the little gremlins come up and they're like, who are you to talk about money and help people create financial freedom? Who are you to <laughs> try to help people improve their lives? So it's like this daily battle. But when you're aware of that, you can fight it a little bit better. Mm. Listen, I've gone through it myself uh, big time. You know, in some of my businesses, I literally just sold one of my businesses and uh, well, two, two businesses. It closed on Good Friday, which was hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> However, it, in that, I didn't get the size check that I was hoping for. Mm. And I made it wrong. 
And I made myself wrong about it. Like after five years, I built this company from scratch. You know, it's an office rental company, co-working. I brought co-working to Tampa Bay and now built this whole, you know, ecosystem of, of co-working. Now we work just relocated, which is like the official stamp on the city. Um, and I built that whole foundation and there's so many wins and successes, yet the amount of zeros on the check I immediately looked at it and went, ah, I don't think I really won. I don't think I really succeeded. Mm. But did I? Like everyone on the outside is like, dude, like you built such a successful company. Look at all the wins. And then you sold it and you were only working two hours a week. You had time, freedom, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but the zeros. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So interesting that we, but that's, that's high achievers. You're always expecting more and more. And so we're our worst critic. And we look at that and we're like, oh, great. Okay. And then everyone else is like, what are you talking about? That's amazing. It's just hilarious to me how we decide to focus on the not good part of something, even though there's a lot of good to focus on instead. I agree. All right. So let's talk about the millionairelaunchpad.com startup nation. Go check it out. The millionairelaunchpad.com. We are speaking with Crystal Johnson. She's getting real. She's getting raw. She's getting vulnerable about the things that matter, the things that you're hiding and trying to look good in when you're really struggling in. And we're getting real about it. Why don't you? I'm just saying things will start to happen when you get real and actually ask people for help. I can tell you that in my own life when I eventually said, as my buddy used to say, Joseph, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Hmm. Right? So like ego, I want to be right. I want to look good. I want people to believe I'm doing all this amount of money. But on the inside, I'm unhappy. I'm deeply depressed. I'm going through all this stuff. Yes. So do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And the second you let go of wanting to be right, and are willing to not look good and put yourself out there and say, hey, I need help. This is where I want to go to, but I'm struggling. I don't know how to get there. People will show up in your life because people want that vulnerability that you're displaying. They wish they had it. So they want to help. It's like you're giving them permission to get real. What shows up for you in that, Crystal? <laughs> permission to get real. I love that. That resonates so much with me. And it, it, it was funny. I um, recently started uh, meditating. And so that's, that's a new thing where I'll silence myself. And this is kind of awkward, vulnerable, whatever. I've tried lots of meditations and I found that the mantras actually help me the most. And there's a simple, ah, ah, meditation. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is because when I go silence within that helps dissipate that ego that you're talking about. That helps me surrender and be more vulnerable. So the other day um, I was thinking about what content I wanted to create and, I, and a pop, a mind popped or an idea popped into my mind. And it was like, you have to write about how you haven't made six figures yet. You have to write about how you haven't made your first hundred K. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And then this interview popped up. I was like, no. So it's just funny how sometimes when you silence yourself and you ask for direction, where should I go? What should I create? What should I talk about? That that opens up. And then other people seeing yourself as a tool to give other people permission to do the same. Yeah, that's so, so true. And when you, you know, they say, be careful what you pray for, right? It literally, because it shows up in your life and then you got to go through the sock, I call it. 
You, yeah. you have to, you got to take the action. Like you coming on and just getting real and knowing that, you know, like listeners in 85 countries right now are hearing you getting real about what's real and putting out there that you're not winning at a hundred K level yet, yet you're teaching others to do it. Like that's vulnerable girl. And that sucks. And there's some people are going to call you out. Some people are going to post things about you. And, and that's the suck. But I promise you, if you just go through it, on the other side of it is your 100K, your next 100K, your half a million, your 1 million. Your, that's just how it happens. Every one of us, Startup Nation, has to go through the suck. All right. So, um, themillionairelaunchpad.com. My listener goes there. What do you help them with specifically? Yeah. So, I believe... I'm really about turning your profits into passive income, turning your profits into financial freedom. So there's a few different things. I believe that it's an internal game, probably 80% of making money, of creating wealth, and then 20% is the practicality, right? And so a lot of times people talk about the practical, the strategy, when a lot of times we just need attitude shifts. We just need internal belief shifts, like you were talking about, and identity shifts. And so when you do that, when you have the internal dialogue, then the behavior starts to real reflect those internal dialogues. So what I help them do in essence is work on the internal battle that is going on. I've, I've battled internally, emotionally, mentally, however you want to say it for like three years, anxiety, stress, not feeling enough, you know, that, that is a struggle and that is a real thing. And, and we hide it. Like you were saying, entrepreneurs, we hide it because we're just like, well, I have to pretend like I have it all together or people are going to tell me to go get a job or to go to this. And they don't understand. They're like, no, I have to do this. Like, so I, I think with the millionaire launch pad, it's like, okay, what do you want to do? What's your goal? What internally do we need to switch? And then what's the practical steps that we need to take? Because I believe a lot of entrepreneurs, we put all our eggs in our business basket and we need to diversify. I think when we talk about diversification, we think of only stocks, but no, it's, it's across everything. And so in our business is one of the most riskiest things, right? So we need to diversify, not just in our business, but in assets that create wealth long-term and create income, leveraged income. Like you were talking about with the co-working spaces, you are working two hours a week making money, creating those leveraged income streams outside of our business. And I think a lot of business owners confuse um, self-employment with business. Self-employment is you trading dollars for hours. Business is you creating systems and people that make you money. That you eventually scale. Yes. That you eventually scale. And then the last part is where kind of where I want people to go is working smarter, not harder and creating, making your money, make you money. Mm -hmm. so investment. Give us, give us one example or a story of one of your clients where you took them from A to B. Yeah. So one of my clients, she was struggling to consistently create six figures. So she had created six figures in her business and then she dipped and then it was, so that's pr pretty normal thing. It's up and down roller coaster ride as far as income. And so for her, it was just about getting to consistency. And so that was an internal identity that she is the type of person that creates six figures and beyond. And then there was a few strategic systems. And now what we're working on for her is wealth. So it's kind of phases, right? So it's like, let's get, let's get our money in order. Let's get, let's feel good and get stability. Let's get out of survival mode. Let's get into stability. So once we're after stability, then it's like, let's do impact and abundance. So impact is maybe speaking to millions of people. And then abundance is more, let's leverage your money. And so now she's um, paying off debt. And so there's strategic plans to pay off debt and then to start investing the money. 
So that's, that's really the path that she's on. So she's gotten to consistent six figures, which is really, really exciting. That is very cool. So you know how to coach others on it, right? <laughs> that's the thing. And I, I get think, it. Yeah. I get it, girl. I have a real question to ask you and I'm gonna put you on the spot. Sure. Do you have a coach right now coaching you on this? I do have a coach, but I think I might've outgrown that coach. Got it. Yeah. I'm clear on that. I already kind of knew that answer, just FYI, right? Yeah. So I would challenge you to go up level your coach. Yeah. Take, take on that next coach, the one that will help you in these identity areas. Because once you get that, when you get your identity right, you get your business right. You get your, your marriage right. You get your kids right. Like it all works. That's why I'm such a big fan of building faith into your business and not leaving it out the door. If faith is important to you and you're leaving it only for Sundays, yep. you're showing up incongruent in your life and wondering why you're struggling. Well, duh. Yes. And that's the thing too. I think intellectually, a lot of entre entrepreneurs, including myself, we get intellectually this identity and beliefs, but you really do need somebody else because you have so many blind spots. You have so many blind spots and you don't know where, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes it takes someone calling you out. So I, I totally agree with you. And that's another thing. I think we get comfortable with our coaches and our mentors and we're like, Ooh, this feels warm and cozy and it's pretty easy. She's not pushing me anymore. You know, it's just, so even in our mentors and our coaches, we have to, so thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> You're welcome. Listen, startup nation, this is so important. And uh, Crystal's doing the heavy lifting for you right? She's, she's putting herself in the spotlight and letting me coach her a little bit in this because it's, it's critical is when you get comfortable with your current coach, like it's comfortable, it's no longer like stretching and doing that hard, heavy workout. It's time for a new coach. It's time to upgrade or up-level your coach. That's the indicator. You're comfortable. Comfortable is literally the enemy of excellence, and greatness and everything you want. So the second you get comfortable, get a new coach. Also, I'm going to say this to you. If you're looking to hire a coach, Startup Nation, ask your coach who their coach is. If the answer is, oh, I don't have a coach right now, do not hire that person. Here's why. They do not believe in their own profession. Mm. A coach without a coach for their blind spots is not a good coach for you. Mm. Period, period, and period. So FYI, I do spiritual coaching. FYI, I have people coaching me for my blind spots. That is essentially, that has to be there for the rest of my coaching career. It's just what's so. All right, so let's get into, uh, Crystal, this is such a great conversation. Like, you're an awesome guest. I'm just putting that out there. All right, let's wrap it up. This is uh, my favorite part of the show, the hustle round. It's where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, thanks, All right, man. here you go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? <laughs> Freedom, not enough structure. So you have to be your own. You have to be 100% responsible. No one else to blame. Got it. What are you most afraid of? <sighs> Never making it. 200K, my business. Yeah, I get that. That's a real concern. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? <laughs> Reading, learning, uh, consuming, not creating. <laughs> consuming, not creating, Startup Nation, is that you? Come on, take an action. You got to go through the suck. What secret fear do you have about people? Secret fear about people. 
that everyone's super selfish. I don't know. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> what did you, what do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? I wish I would have learned sooner to take messy action. Just who cares if it looks messy, just take it. And if somebody questions your grammar, who cares? Like just take, so I think faster action, faster action, faster action. That's what I wish I would have learned faster. <laughs> I'm going to say, use that quote, take me messy action. That's a great quote. Use that in your coaching. Um, what is the new habit you want to form? Discipline. So, and then this is something that I'm forming right now. I'm creating content every single day. Jerry Seinfeld, he was the best comedian of all times. And he wrote a joke every single day, even if it was not a good joke, he did it. And so doing that, if I want to be a thought leader, I have to have thoughts every single day. Mm, got it. Love it. Uh, what's a bad habit you want to break? <laughs> Procrastinating. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and pick three words to describe who you are now. Who I am now. Confident, bold, powerful. Wow, that was easy. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. <laughs> Small, scared, fearful. Mm, got that. And last question, if you could come back to life after you die, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice. Crystal, what would you say to them? Find your truth and then follow it. Find your truth and then follow it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K? I want them to know they're not alone in the process. I feel like a lot of times we think we're alone. I think a lot of times we think nobody can understand or other people. Everyone seems like they've made six figures, 100K in one year, 30 days. I was listening to your podcast and everyone's like, oh, 30 days, 90 days. I'm like, oh my God, it's been three years for me. And what's wrong with me? And I'm a very smart, very accomplished woman and I'm still struggling in this area. So I just want them to know you're not alone and keep going. You cannot fail if you don't give up. You cannot fail. And it doesn't mean you stay on the same track. You just be in the right trajectory. If you're in the right area, it's fine. You're probably going to pivot a couple of times, maybe more than a couple of times. And that's uh, totally okay. I agree completely. Startup Nation, take consistent, tiny actions towards your goal. Yes. And be willing to pivot and change like Crystal's saying. She's absolutely right. All right. What's the best way for my listener to get in touch with you? Yep. They can find me at themillionairelaunchpad.com and they can actually get a free millionaire mindset mini course if they'd like, if they go to themillionairelaunchpad.com. All right. Go get your mini course there, Startup Nation. Crystal's awesome, isn't she? Do you love listening to the show and guests like Crystal that I bring on? If so, share the show. Share the show. I'm going to do a hashtag, share the show. Do it now. Go to iTunes, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Write a five-star review. Put Crystal's name in there if you really resonated with some of the truths that she was imparting to you where you put your hand up and said, man, she's speaking exactly to me. Then go write a great review about her. Crystal, thank you for being on your first 100K. I like you. You're awesome. I am going to... Uh, project into the future. I'm going to fortune tell here, fortune tell. I am going to say that in the next 12 months, you're going to hit your first $100,000. You'll have me back on, right? When I hit it. I will. <laughs> let's celebrate. Literally, let's do a before and after episode, woman. Fantastic. Let's rock it. All right. Have a blessed day. God love you. And I wish you peace, joy, and your next 100K. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. 
If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.